You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. UTAP fans, it's time to get ready for Minor Talk with Adrian Brodus and Sal Montez. Minor Talk is presented by the Australia Agency. Seven locations across El Paso, celebrating 24 years of serving the Sun City and Legacy Wellness Center CBD. Call into the show at 880-5763 or tweet the show at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Now, let's go live to the Lugan Go Studios with your host, Adrian Brodes. Uh, it is a quarter until one. He's Sal Montes. I'm Adrian Brodes. Together we bring you Minor Talk here on this Sunday morning. Uh, 8805763. That's the telephone number to get into the program. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. UTSA thrashes UTEP 4423. Uh, all the hype going into this one. Everybody was excited. It was nationally televised. ESPN2 had the coverage. The UTEP fan base was alive and well. 31,000 fans out at the Sun Bowl. They were, they were active. They were lively here. And uh, it's disappointing that UTEP wasn't able to hold their end of the bargain. It was sad that they, they couldn't come through in this game and that UTSA uh, really, really just put the beat down on them. 44-23 was the final. This one was over by half. Uh, UTSA scored 13 points in pretty much a blink in eight minutes. Uh, UTEP scored to uh, a, they scored a touchdown. It was Gavin Hardison hitting Tyron Smith on a, a fade route to cut it to 13-6. to UTSA then scored 17 points to finish out the half. Miners get a field goal by Gavin Beckley to end the half. It's 30-9 going into the locker room. And then you think, okay, well UTSA gets it. I mean, excuse me, UTEP gets it out of the half. Maybe they could put together a nice touchdown drive. Maybe they could do something to get themselves some spark, uh, you know, coming out of the half. But, you know, they come out of the half. UTEP has a couple nice passes to Jacob Cowing. Then they have a turnover on downs. This was the most frustrating part of this game. UTEP drives it all the way down inside UTSA territory. They have it first and goal situation. What do they do on second down, Sal? It's a Wildcat. We bring it back to the Wildcat. It's Deion Hankins of the Wildcat uh, formation. Wasted play. Uh, unable to do anything there. Third down comes up. Uh, they aren't able to score there as well, so they go for it on fourth down. It's a must uh, it's, it's a must score for the Miners if they're trying to stay in this game, and they failed to convert. It was a Gavin Hardison pass to the corner. Uh, they tried to hit Jacob Cowing. Mm-hmm. It was pass deflected. Then UTSA, what did they do? They turn around. They have a third. 13-play, 96-yard drive. Yeah, they started this drive at their own four-yard line, and it only took them four minutes and 22 seconds to score a touchdown. That was it. That was game over. UTEP scored a couple touchdowns in garbage time. Those didn't really matter right there. Miners, you know, they disappoint in a huge nationally televised game. I get it, man. I understand that we're talking about uh, a team that is ranked 16th in the nation. I get it that we're talking about UTSA, who's coming off a fiery week when uh, they were not added to the college football playoff selection and ranking. But this is a huge letdown to the fan base, man. I mean, this is everybody was hyped for this. And I, I feel like UTEP fans go through this so many times. They get hyped up for a big game. And all for it to be, you know, a big letdown. And this is this is just one of those examples right there, Sal. Yeah, big time. And um, you know, the the loss to UTSA, I don't want to say it's um 
it's unexpected. I'm pretty sure the consensus was UTSA is going to win this game, but in the fat to lose in the fashion that they did is uh, is really disappointing, man. Especially when it was right out the gate that UTSA got off to a great start. And uh, not to take anything away from Sincere McCormick, who is without a doubt the best running back in the league, we know that for sure. Sincere McCormick, uh, McCormick added again. Harris more than likely the best quarterback in the conference, but to uh, to pretty much kind of just uh, roll over and, and, you know, let UTSA run all over you, no pun intended on their name, but that's uh, that's something that the fans didn't expect to see. You know, you try so hard to get the fans to the games, and then when they finally show up, it's kind of like the lights are too bright. The lights were way too bright tonight, Sal. You're exactly right on that, and I was I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. Gavin Beckley never misses any extra points. What mm. happens on the first extra point? He misses it. What happens on his first field goal attempt he misses it it's the you know the lights were bright tonight the hype was there I I don't know if it got to the players and got into their heads a little bit on this one uh UTSA came into this one they they were on a mission let's just be honest sincere McCormick he is a uh a bad bad running back my this man is a (laughs) bad man I mean seriously 75 yard rushing touchdown to start the game off he ends the day with 169 rushing yards and a touchdown you also look at Frank Harris tonight, quarterback for the UTSA Roadrunners. 286 through the air, two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns as well. The UTSA offense put a whopping 562 yards of total offense against that what, quote-unquote, good UTEP defense, uh, tonight they were exposed. That's just the bottom line. The offense was exposed, especially in the red zone when they drove inside UTSA territory. They were 1-3, of three and they started off 0-2 in red yep. zone situations. That simply can't happen, Sal. Yeah, and when you look at uh, what UTSA was able to do, and I promise I'm going to connect two points, but them just being so balanced on offense, only 10 yards separates the categories of rushing, rush yards and pass yards. 276 on the ground, 286 uh, through the air, but when you account for 76 from the guy who's putting it in the air, and uh, basically when he gets on the ground and he's running it, that being Frank Harris, he's just as effective, 8.4 yards per carry. So with that being said, connecting it to uh, the UTEP offense, when you have an opportunity to put up points, uh, you you have to cash in on those opportunities. And unfortunately, it's been a glaring issue all season. It's not just this game. As good as UTSA is, um, the Miners were affected by things that uh, they haven't been good at pretty much all year. And it's the ninth game of the season going into the ten or the. Um, yeah, the ninth, and you have three games yep. left going into game number 10. These guys got to brush up on some of these things where it's, the margin for error becomes significantly smaller. Sal, I think we got to turn it to a lot of our listeners right now because I think people are frustrated in a big way. We'll take calls uh, as long as we can here on the show, 880-5763. That's our telephone number. Uh, A lot of tweets to get to as well, a lot of upset UTEP fans. Hey, rightfully so. I mean, I'm not really going to argue with you a lot here. Uh, We're ready to talk about this. We're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency, seven locations across El Paso from the west side of Fabens. I've been a proud customer with the Oscar Arieta Agency since I've been in college, and I trust them when with all my insurance needs when it comes to home auto or life insurance you can trust the experts at the oscar arieta agency the proud sponsors here on minor talk let's go to the phones let's open it up right now we've got two calls to get to first let's go to jerry then we'll get to utep mineto jerry what's going on uh nothing you know i'm I'm actually a little bit frustrated uh you know utep myers defense was ranked number 14 they didn't play like they were number 14 um, another thing that's really frustrating is, you know, 
the Utah Athletics Administration. They spent all this money on commercials to get these fans out there, to get the fans rolled up and everything. And the fans answer, but Utah couldn't answer, and they just couldn't capitalize. And yeah. that's really frustrating. No, it is, Jerry. It is frustrating because the fan base was there. I mean, 31,000, most since uh, they had uh, uh, 34,000. I think it was their season opener against Houston Baptist back in 2018. Um, Yeah, it's it's tough that you go to this uh, that you go to this game and UTEP is pretty much out at the end of the first half. And I know a lot of people stuck around. I was actually impressed about that. I thought people would start leaving as soon as halftime hit. It it was it was late uh, in the evening. I thought people would go home but they stuck around and uh utep football just couldn't come through in this one a lot of hype and just not a lot of uh you know lot not a lot that came out of this game from the utep side yeah yeah i i totally agree and, and, and to be honest with you look i love all minors but to be honest with you if they get selected to actually go to a bowl game they're going to get killed. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at this point, man, I, I feel like UTEP uh, really needs to do something to kind of give themselves some life. They drop back-to-back games. I did say, though, you know, going into this three-game stretch between La Tech, Florida Atlantic, and UTSA, this would be UTEP's toughest uh, you know, three-game stretch that they would face. And I even said, before this three-game stretch started, I would be satisfied with them winning one of three games. So in the bigger picture of things, sure, I'm definitely satisfied with them uh, winning one of those three games, and that being uh, La Tech. However, it's up to UTEP now to kind of bounce back and get some momentum back. You kind of feel like a little bit of the juice has gone from the team after they lost these uh, these two games. The Florida Atlantic game, uh, they go down early. They come back in garbage time. They cut. They make it a nice game. This game, they're not really in it at all, and uh, that's pretty much the bottom line. It, it, I think you said it best, Sal. They struggle against good teams, and I don't know if UTEP can prove that they can beat a good team. And I think we have to go back on La Tech and and maybe question: Are they a yeah. good team? Well, no, they're I think two and seven now on the season. They got blown out by. Uh, I, I just did the scores right now too. La Tech. Uh, I mean, granted, it was UAB, but after that loss against UAB, they now sit at two and seven. So yep. as as fun of a game as it was at the time when you're looking at what's happened throughout the history where it's their first win against La Tech at home since like, I don't know, forties or something like that. Um it, it kinda like waters it down a little bit. Yes, you're bowl eligible, but guess what? You you solidified bowl eligibility in your seventh game of the season. Seven out of twelve um total in the regular season. So now I mean we'll we'll go throughout the rest of the schedule later, but there's still more more games to be played. Most definitely. We'll talk about the games to be played. we got a lot of good storylines to talk about today. UTEP basketball right around the corner as well. Uh, Want to talk about that. Want to also talk about just the hype about this game, all the all the different things that we saw ahead of this game as well. But let's keep the phones going. 880-5763. we got one telephone line to get uh, one telephone line available. If you'd like to get in, now is the time to do it. A lot of tweets to get to as well. But first, let's go to Minetto, who's joining us on the phone lines. Minetto, what's happening, man? How you doing, gentlemen? Hey, um, it's good always. to hear from you, my man. Likewise, sir. Um, gentlemen, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still with the guys. You know, I'm very proud of the players. You know, they're doing whatever they need to do when they're on the field. It's just mind-boggling how the head coach continues to his K-State uh, play calling. You know, that Wildcat offense, you know, I, I have no idea how he still uses that after, you know, that university treated him and his family very bad. Number two, I am very upset that we have not just one wide receiver, but they were just 
they weren't throwing it down the field. And, and I had said it before, we can't fall behind. Um, the defense, you know, didn't make adjustments. And then you, you, you see DeMel all, all upset all over the field when he's the one managing the offense. This one, this one definitely falls on the coach. The head coach, I wonder if they're ever going to take responsibility uh, because it's their responsibility to put the players in a position to win. And, yes, UTSA is a very, very good team, but we fell, we fell behind early, and that's what killed it. Yeah, most definitely. Hey, I think you said I think you said it best. I think when you look at this team and how they fell back early, and hey, I, I was watching the sidelines too. Uh, Dana Dimmel was furious at points, and it wasn't just him; it was some of the players. They were visibly frustrated in this game. Uh, I saw Gavin Hardison very upset, especially when, when he was coming off the field off those two uh, red zone attempts where they could not finish the drives. Uh, it seemed like there was miscommunication between Hardison and his receivers tonight. I don't know what that was I don't know if the play call wasn't getting there I don't know if there was a miscommunication I don't know if it was too loud on the field and they couldn't uh you know deliver the play but Mineto I I look at that team and I just felt like the communication was off today something about the communication just wasn't there yeah it's you know it probably would have been like you gentlemen mentioned earlier the the pressure of being on national tv um you know and and just you know the adrenaline they they just never were themselves and and that's uh, you know that's like you guys had said earlier, you know these games were going to be very difficult the next three. Um, I just hope that we can move on. You know the the players can you know rest tomorrow, hydrate, and get ready to work and and know like you gentlemen say. The season's not over, and, and we push ahead, sir. Sure, most definitely. Great job, Mineto. Thank you so much for the phone call. Appreciate you always weighing in. Appreciate the support. Uh, let's go to Twitter right now. A lot of tweets to get to. Victor Neff, at Neff Poppy. They will lose five in a row, and no one will want them for a bowl game. Wow. Yikes. Uh, another tweet to get to. This is cu- this comes from Yep at Zeke Leap. It's flat out embarrassing. We can be happy about the six wins, but in reality, which one of those can you look back and think it's impressive? No moral victories. Uh, shake my head. Wow. Um, more tweets to get to. This is coming from Pinky at Jaime Pinky uh, Arieta. UTEP offense with... Um, UTEP offense not with show of urgency. Too much time between plays. Michael Cuviello tweets the program. Oh, man, he, he's, he, he has a bunch of different tweets. We'll get to him in just a second. CK Milestone Photo tweets the show. Same old UTEP. Pathetic coaching. Couldn't have even keep it close. Players have all my respect, but El Paso needs a winner. UTEP disappo- uh, disappoints us all the time. Hashtag minor talk. Hashtag it's an organization issue. Devious Tweets the show. Sad about the loss, but we move on. I respect UTSA. Good luck to them. Time for us to focus on the next game and stop the bleeding. Go Miners. Hashtag picks up. Hashtag Miners for life. Herman Flores tweets us. We suck because we have the worst head coach in the nation. Wow. Wasting this talent away. Embarrassing showings back-to-back games. UTSA didn't punt the entire game. What more do you need to know? Uh, yeah, that stat is awful about how they didn't uh, punt at all throughout the game. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree with that by Herman Flores. Uh, Sal, we talked about this off air. The fact that they didn't punt eight straight drives, eight straight touchdowns, uh, or scoring drives for UTSA. Yeah, that shows that they were in control pretty much the whole game. I mean, <laughs> literally every facet of this. Um, UTEP did better on fourth down conversions 
being a two for three, but and I guess they had less penalties than uh, UTSA, but all in all, Adrian UTSA pretty much owned it um, outright. Oh, yeah. also uh, kickoff uh, return yards. Uh, UTEP had forty nine kickoff return yards to UTSA's thirty return yards. So there's that. But aside wow. from everything else, man, um, just pretty much got outplayed, outcoached, outmatched. Everything. I think we lost line one. No, we're good. We still got him. Okay, we got a little crazy phone. That's what. That's why. Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, if you're listening, to Town Square Media, you know we could really use some <laughs> upgrades over here. I- I'm with you on that one, Sal. Eight eight zero five seven six three. That's our telephone numbers. We continue. Couple tweets to get to. Then we'll get to Augustine on the phones. Six hundred ESPN El Paso dot com. Due to some technical difficulties, unfortunately, we can only bring you the final nine minutes or so of minor talk. We truly apologize for this error, but. Not more than we appreciate you all for tuning in. So we'll go ahead and get to it. The final nine minutes of Minor Talk. 600 ESPN El Paso.com. Across El Paso from the west side to Fabens. When it comes to sports fans, Oscar Adietta is a big supporter of the UTEP Miners himself. We just saw them today on the field presenting the Hometown Hero Award. It was Oscar Arieta Jr. And also saw them speaking out there to some of the great people uh, on the sidelines as well. Taking from a locally owned insurance company like the Oscar Arieta Agency, there's a reason they've helped thousands of El Pasoans with their insurance needs. There's a reason they've been around for 24 years. Give them a call at 915 400 They'll get started on a free, no-obligation policy for you. Or visit them online at theoscarariettaagency.com. 880-5763 if you'd like to duck in. One late call. Now is the time to do it. Hey, the time didn't change. Wow, it's back to 1 o'clock, Sal. How about that? I just got it on my – I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, all right, are we going to make it to 2 o'clock? No. Daylight savings. Uh, It prevented us. I see what they did We're back to 1 o'clock again. So, yeah, welcome back to Minor Talk. Just tuned in, and uh, you just wrapped up the company's locker room report. Oh, man, that's great. Um, Hey, Sal, I I threw up a poll right now. Where does UTEP football go from here? I I asked people to hit me in the replies with their their response. UTEP winning 3 of 3, UTEP beating North Texas and Rice, UTEP loses 2 of 3, and then UTEP loses 3 of 3. The number one um, vote, the number one uh, vote in this poll is UTEP beats North Texas and Rice, fifty-three percent of the vote. Okay. Second is UTEP loses three of three. Wow. And the final one, I'm assuming, is both. Both the other ones are fifteen um, percent. UTEP wins three of three, and UTEP loses two of three. So that's kind of the breakdown okay. right there. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I had a feeling that you know I'm, I'm right on line with. The majority where they win two of three, my guess is going to be North Texas and Rice and, and drop it on the road against UAB. Um, but, wow, I didn't expect the second leading category to be lose this three of three. I, I thought it probably would have been um, maybe one. Oh, yeah. Uh, of, yeah. Uh, they lose they win one out of three but i mean either way though the the poll will still have a lot more time to get some answers so we'll see what it's like when does it expire uh i put it for three hours just to expire oh, wow. tonight okay yeah All right. so we'll see where it's going to be by then oh yeah or this morning i well, should say well, one more vote because everybody's asleep <laughs> exactly there you go um i also want to get to another um actually let's get to our awards before we go over and talk some north texas first off in our oscar arieta agency drive of the game uh this one goes 
goes to UTEP's first touchdown drive of the night. Five play, 75-yard uh, touchdown drive capped off by this 35-yard touchdown pass from Gavin Hardison to Tyron Smith. Flores motions left out of the backfield. Hardison to throw, steps up in the pocket, now escapes right, throws it toward the end zone. He's got a man wide open. It's Tyron Smith. Touchdown, Miners! When it comes to auto insurance, the Oscar Adietta Agency makes it easy. Take it from a locally owned all-state agency like the Oscar Adietta Agency. They've been around El Paso for 24 years. You can check them out online at theoscaradietheagency.com. The Oscar Adietta Agency bringing us the drive of the game after every UTEP football game. Let's go to our Golden Nugget Award. This brought this is brought to you by our great friends at Legacy Wellness CBD. You can check them out online at legacywellnesscenter.com. Uh, for our Golden Nugget Award, it has to go to Tyron Smith as well. He had three catches today, 91 receiving yards, and a pair of scores like Sal mentioned. Three touchdowns for Tyron Smith over the past two games. Tyron Smith uh, becoming more consistent in the receiving uh, corp. Uh, this is what this is his last touchdown from tonight. Snap, play fake, a little sling out to the right to Tyron Smith. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, near side, 10, 5. Special thanks to Legacy Wellness CBD for sponsoring this award for the Golden Nugget Award. If you want to learn more about CBD and what their CBD products in El Paso could do for you, visit LegacyWellnessCenter.com and go to the resource tab. That's where you could check out the latest on this and see how other people use CBD. They use it to alleviate anxiety and maybe depression, helps them boost their immune system, relieves muscle aches, or like me, improves sleep. You could check them out online, Legacy Wellness center.com sal as we turn the page look over to next week utep football has north texas on the road saturday two o'clock kickoff for this one we will not have minor talk after this game why you might ask how come because we have new mexico state basketball that night and it's utep yeah. taking on the aggies battle of i-10 steve kaplowitz will call the coverage for that one we will have minor talk hopefully after a doubleheader action but if we're not able to have minor talk i kind of understand it's, it's kind of a packed day next week uh we might have to do a podcast instead or, or something along those lines yeah probably so especially when l- let's say the miners get the win in football and uh whatever happens in basketball um i mean shoot we don't even know what what it's going to be like because sure we still got to set up everything on our computers guys so that's right <laughs> I, I, as much as we love you we, we want to pay our bills to it and make sure we're good on that forefront but um wow adrian that's crazy and it's interesting i was looking at the schedule and i, I had no idea uh, who was going to call what game and i i mean we'll probably talk about this later because i'm just going off the top of my head but i think there's another um game this season uh where it's gonna have to be somebody calling football and then somebody calling basketball that's exactly right i think it actually might be that last uh uh game of the season for the miners against uab so i think that's when you'll look at that hey uh north texas right now they're three and six on the season they've come off back-to-back wins north texas still wants to make a bowl they've Mm. got north they've got utep next week they've got florida atlantic uh excuse me Florida International big difference yeah. the week after and then they close out the year against UTSA let's let's chalk that one as a loss 
Maybe North Texas can't play for a bowl game if they're already three and six, but still the Mean Green want to keep uh, keep their winning ways alive and beat UTEP. And who's to say a four and Mean Green team going into that finale against UTSA can't pull off a major upset there? We just simply don't know. This is going to be an interesting one for the Miners simply because they have not beaten the Mean Green in years past, especially on the road. Uh, yeah, I think. I, I think if we're going to play guess the lines on this one, I'm going to say that, you know, North Texas is favored by three going into this one. I don't think that's necessarily right. I think UTEP's a better team, and I think they'll win this game. Um, but it should be an interesting one out in Denton. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the numbers right here, North Texas putting up 30 points or more in every single win this season. Most was 44 against Northwestern. And similar to UTEP, Adrian, um, two games with 30 points or more uh, that I'm about to mention because they have three total. But these two games, they score 30 and 38, similar to what the Miners did against the Aggies and Bethune-Cookman. Uh, but those are their last two games. So that shows that their hot win against North uh, Rice <laughs> in overtime. Then, of course, uh, against Southern Miss. So this is a team whose offense is clicking right now. Uh, Miners defense is really trying to get back on track. But, I mean, the window's there for a bowl uh, for the Mean Green. So, I mean, one more loss and they're out of it. But what I'm trying to say is that this team is going to be playing meaningful football. So, you got to be on your A game. And they're at home. Most definitely, Sal. Hey, I appreciate you as always, man. We're wrapping things up today. We'll be back in action Tuesday. Great job as always. Thanks again, Sal. That's all you, man. Nah, it's all you. Hey, if you listen, if you missed any of this, you can listen to us on our podcast on demand. Stay with us. Minor Talk back in action next Tuesday as we continue. But for Sal Montes, I'm Adrian Prada saying so long and thank you for listening to Minor Talk brought to you by the Oscar Arieta Agency only on 600 ESPN El Paso. You've been listening to Minor Talk presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. Pick up a clear bag at any one of their seven locations across El Paso. If you missed any of Minor Talk, listen to the show on demand by downloading Minor Talk wherever you get your podcasts.